0: Welcome to another edition of T-Bosh and the Fellas talking life and sports. A show for the typical everyday sports fan created by a few everyday sports fans. You know, the only difference between you and us is we use a microphone to voice our opinions. The conversations had amongst the fellas in studio are the same conversations we have been having at bars for years. Minus the cold beer and unnecessary overconsumption of Jameson, of course. We've got a great show in store for you today as we welcome back Johnny Taberzi and the money man Joe Bauckham. It's football season, y'all. And over the next few weeks, we'll be breaking down each division one at a time as we get ramped up for this year's NFL season. Today, we'll be starting with the NFC East and AFC East. And if you thought our new game pick one was funny last week, wait till you hear what situations we put the fellas in this week. I'm your host, Thomas Bosch, and I'm ready to get this thing going. All right, Johnny, what's going on? My favorite New York ginger, how you feeling today? Strong like bull?
1: Ready to take on some sports topics today? Show him who's boss, maybe? Welcome back again, sir. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm going to give a shout out to my main man, Marty Wall's hometown, Charleston, West Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> Why West Virginia, man? I don't know. That's where Marty's <laughs> from. I didn't... Uh. I don't know his parents. <laughs> I don't you really want to
0: give, give the background on who Marty is? Uh, Marty is
1: my boss. All so right. He's the big wig. So. All right.
0: Yeah. Give the shout out to boss, man. I thought you were going to give out Charleston, South Carolina, but West Virginia. Okay, man. That's your,
1: that's your thing. Hey, throwing curveballs. And (laughs) and we did find out Fargo is North Dakota, by the way. Uh,
0: Yes, Fargo is in North Dakota. Yeah, we did the research on that one. Everybody probably thought we were retarded out there, but we we got this. (laughs) We figured it out. All right, so there's a light at the end of the slow part of the sports here tunnel. And that light is the football train barreling down the tracks, Johnny. The sport that brings everyone together
1: because who doesn't love football? I agree. I mean, you're a communist if you don't yeah. like football.
0: Yeah. And meaningful football is only a few weeks away. How excited are you?
1: I'm stoked. I've done, uh, I think, 137 mock drafts <laughs> uh, for my three fantasy football leagues that I'm in. So I'm ready, man. I'm ready. <laughs> He's getting prepped for fantasy. I, you know, I honestly, I was
0: trying to tell you earlier, I've never done an online draft. I've never done a mock draft. I've never done an online draft. All fantasy football that I participated in has been face to face where I can talk junk to people and like run my mouth and drink cold beer and buy people shots because I feel bad because I'm gonna crush them.
1: Yeah, I mean, (laughs) I hear you. Uh they're fun, not as intense as live drafts for sure. There is a chat room, you just gotta use capitalization and exclamation points. (laughs) A lot of punctuation to get your point across. All right.
0: So let's talk about the very first football game of the season. The Hall of Fame game. Oh, yeah. What a dud. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Even though the Hall of Fame game every year, it sucks. It's the worst version of football possible. A fifth preseason game. Nobody really wants that, but everyone wants a taste. Even just for a few minutes. You might watch a couple of series and tune out. But everybody wants that Hall of Fame game, and it completely failed.
1: Yeah, uh, the NFL uh, definitely shut the bet on this one. I'm not really sure how you screw this up, <laughs> but they they found a way to do it. Yeah, and, I mean uh,
0: the field was in. T- I've never. I don't know if I've ever. I can't recall a game not being played because of field conditions. Can you?
1: Unless it was like a hurricane, but not for... No, no like actually conditions of the field.
0: I mean, we've seen people play in snow and like monsoon rain. That doesn't stop them. The fields look like crap. Then
1: like what condition could this field possibly have been in to be unplayable? What they say, it was basically like concrete from the paint. So whoever painted uh, the field... Apparently no longer will be painting fields. (laughs) (laughs) Stick to basketball courts. Uh, Yeah, uh, it's crazy. What was it? That's the only second time in 55 years that they canceled the Hall of Fame game. And I think the first time was because of a war, potentially. Uh, Yeah, I think you're right. I think
0: you're right. That's crazy. So as a native Long Islander, Johnny here is a big New York Giants fan. Growing up in and around New York, you have options, Johnny. Why not the Jets? uh,
1: You know... I just, my grandfather was a Giants fan. I started watching football with him since I can remember, you know, three, four years old. Um, and it's weird because I'm a Mets fan and a Knicks fan. And it's usually quote unquote supposed to be uh, Mets, Jets, Islanders, and it's supposed to be Giants, Rangers, Yankees. But I'm a Mets, Islanders Giants, you got it all mixed up man i'm also left-handed red hair 100 italian i mean does it really surprise you that i don't have that one it's true.
0: it's true well listen man i me personally i think you should have been a jets fan i mean you got joe namath joe namath's pinky finger is cooler than eli manning is
1: i but you has got you know two rings uh Two pinky fingers, two rings. (laughs) Namath's got one pinky finger, one ring, (laughs) one sexual harassment lawsuit. You know, I mean, whatever. I understand
0: that, you know, it's kind of a family thing. That's kind of why I was a Dolphins fan. Mm -hmm. Since we're talking Giants, let's look at the entire NFC East real quick. Let's take... A quick preview of your favorite division, the NFC East.
1: In some people's opinions, one of the worst divisions in football the past couple of years, uh, you really just have to be 500 to make the playoffs.
0: Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a little bit to be said about that, at least like the last three seasons. The NFC East, have you even had a 10 win? Oh, no. The Eagles three years ago were a 10 win team.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And the Giants were four years ago, but they didn't uh, make the playoffs. Yeah. Even when in 2007 and 2011, uh, I believe that they were close to 500. I think one of this, I think 2011, they were a game over. But uh, yeah, no, you don't have to win uh, 12, 13 games in the East (laughs) to be able to make it.
0: No, you sure don't. All right. So let's talk Eagles first. They're kind of in a weird transition. They've got the new head coach, Doug Peterson, Sam Bradford. I don't know. they, Would they give him a one year extension just to kind of have somebody in place? You know, he's kind of a question mark. They drafted Carson Wentz with the number two overall pick. What are you thinking the Eagles are going to be doing this year?
1: Well, uh, as of right now, Wentz may not even start. He may be starting on the uh, DL or the PUP list. Yeah, he's got a, his, his his ribs got hurt. Yeah, so uh, I mean, I think what ended up happening is uh, Sam Bradford put some soap in a sock <laughs> when Wentz was sleeping to make sure he had an opportunity to stay in the number one spot. Um, but uh, yeah, I think Bradford's going to be the one that uh, they definitely start with. And then uh, we'll see, man. The Eagles in the NFC East, like we were saying earlier, you never know. When you think a team's going to be terrible, they end up playing great. Case in point, Washington last year came out of nowhere yeah. and ended up making uh, the playoffs. So uh, I think that they are probably the weakest team, but it's also because of all the unknowns. And they're really young, you know, even their wide receiving core is what year three is their number one receiver yeah. Jordan Matthews,
0: and this is a team that has basically stacked their rosters full of names over the last four seasons and haven't been able to put it together thus far.
1: No, and then dumped everybody.
0: Yeah, and now they're now most of them are gone. Yeah, so yeah, I don't know. That's the Eagles are in kind of a weird spot. All right, let's talk Redskins. They won the division last year and over your, over your Giants, who yeah. couldn't. we'll we'll, get to that. We'll get to that. (laughs) Kirk Cousins. You think he was a fluke? He had... 30-some-odd thirty touchdown passes last year.
1: Obviously, uh, touchdown passes are at an all-time high over the past couple of years, so the number itself, if you say 30-something touchdowns 10 years ago, would have been super impressive. Now, I think that's kind of like the median. Do I think it was a fluke? Yes, I do. I think that it's going to be like Colin Kaepernick, Uh, even RG3, where once defensive coordinators get the opportunity to see video, see film, and study, and see what what they're doing and how they're going about it, they're able to... uh, stack their defenses up against them. And, I don't know, um,
0: man. Listen, Kirk Cousins is a dropback quarterback. He's not all like glitz and glamour, like the Colin Kaepernick running around, like the RG3 doing his thing. I mean, he dropped back and he tossed nice balls. Yeah. Uh, they've got decent receivers. They've got a really good tight end in Jordan Reed. Yep. With the receivers, they've got Deshaun Jackson, Pierre Gausson. They have some pretty solid players, but let's kind of look at their running back situation. They, ha- they got rid of Alfred Morris. Yep. So, who's going to be their main running back this year?
1: Well, that's another uh, reason why I think that Kirk Cousins is kind of behind the eight balls. is uh, they don't really have a legit running game but on Alfred paper at Morris this point. Alfred Morris
0: sucked last year. He, he sucked out loud and no one stepped up in his place and they still won all those games.
1: That's true. Uh, but again, now you're getting more film. Defenses are able to kind of play to what the Washington Redskins are going to be able to put out on the field. When you got Matt Jones, who, you know, to be honest with you, I know a lot about football and I don't really know much about him. He's your starting running back he's also got a sprained ACL so they're saying that he will be ready for the start of the season but there's a question mark and there and then you got Chris Thompson third year running back again never even a backup uh for any team's third string and then yeah. the rest is rookies no so, you're right
0: hey, listen it is, that is probably their biggest question mark let's talk about I know you don't love him but I have all sorts of love for him in my heart even though he's been talking <laughs> junk about his previous employer Josh Norman, do you think Josh Norman is going to be the same player he was for the Redskins that he was for the Panthers?
1: No. No. And I say that emphatically. I think he was a product of the system. Uh, I think Carolina's system is built around defense, but more your middle linebacker core, linebacking core, uh, and your front seven, where you know the cornerbacks kind of have a little bit more time to get with the stick with the wide receivers um, and make plays because they were so fast. I don't think Washington defense can hold a candle to Carolina's defense, which then is going to put. Josh Norman, on an island with a lot of these number one receivers, and I think that it's uh, you're going to see that he's way overpaid. Now, I'm not saying he's a terrible corner, but he's not worth the 70-plus million uh, that they paid him, and I think Carolina was smart by letting him go.
0: I do, too, and I think Carolina made the right decision. It's just a money thing. Yes, he's a really good corner, but yes, I do believe he was kind of part of the product of a good zone defense, really good linebacking core, really good D-line in Carolina. So, anyways... We'll see how he does. I know you're excited for a particular matchup that's going to happen twice this year, but we'll talk about that here in just a little bit. The Cowboys. Well, you know, it's the Cowboys. Whoever knows with the Cowboys.
1: Yeah, you know, the Cowboys are one of those teams that uh, they, they when they look like they're going to be a 14-win team, they win six. When they look like they're going to win six, they win 14.
0: Yeah, it, for some reason... The Cowboys always seem to be America's most dysfunctional sports organization. Like, they've got Jerry Jones. He makes all the decisions. That's probably a terrible idea. And anybody besides Jerry Jones knows that, you know? Yeah, yeah. But they've got Tony Romo. Tony Romo, he's a little hurt every year. The Panthers smacked him around last year. Yes. Thomas Davis crushed his little little baby collarbone.
1: (laughs) For the second time. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> uh yeah um you know the one stability that the Cowboys have is arguably one of the best offensive line in, lines in the game. Yes. Uh which agree helps with that. you know I agree I, with mean? That. I think again if you're not an avid football fan offensive line is one of the most underrated positions, uh, you know, you have a solid offensive line and, you know, it doesn't matter if you're running the ball, or throwing the ball, you're going to be successful. You know, they do have Dez Bryant, uh, obviously one of the top receivers in the throwing league. Throwing up the X. Absolutely. Then you got your boy Complete Jason Witten. Complete Boston Whitten. fantasy last year, by the way. Thanks, Dez. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> again, with being injured. But uh, the biggest question mark there, again, goes back to, one, their defense is suspect. They do have a lot of guys that are suspended. Uh, Jerry Jones likes to sign guys that have checkered pass and it's catching up to them this yeah, year. Yeah,
0: Randy Greg Gregory's suspended. They got rid of Greg Hardy after one tumultuous year. Yep. You know, um, Sean Lee is a really good linebacker, but that dude can't seem to stay on the field either.
1: No, he's uh, a white John Beeson. He's... Oh, come on now. <laughs> don't hate on <laughs> And I'm John a Beeson, Beeson fan, but he's always injured. Uh, and that's the biggest, you know, that's the biggest knock on him. And then you got Ezekiel Elliott. You know, yeah. uh, we don't really know what he's going to do. Running backs don't generally hit the ground running, no pun intended. Uh, very few actually come out and are superstar running backs from their rookie year. It usually takes a couple of years, but he does have the makeup to potentially. I don't know. To be be
0: honest with you, I think among the rookie running backs, uh, the rookie class of running backs, I think the only one that's going to have success is Derrick Henry. He's more like Todd Gurley. He'll run you over. He's quick. He's shifty. I don't think that Ezekiel Elliott's going to hold up in the NFL. I don't think he's big enough.
1: The other thing with Henry is he has DeMarco Murray, so they're going to be splitting the carries where they're, Basically talking about Ezekiel Elliott being three down back. Uh, you know, not many other touches for the other running backs on the team. So wear and tear is huge. The season's a lot longer than college, yeah. um, and you know it's a lot of hard hitting. So it's it is going to be interesting to see if he can one, ex, you know, last the entire season, and two if he can stay healthy. Yeah.
0: Well, he's got Darren McFadden behind him, who again, that's another guy who every year seems to get nicked up and doesn't play a whole season. I think he's
1: out the first two months. Yeah. So, you know, that doesn't, again, the Cowboys, man,
0: America's team. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. You can keep it, America. Keep it. All right. So here we go. The Giants, the Giants, let's talk Giants. I know you're excited about this one. Let me just say something. Odell Beckham, is a bitch. what you think about that, Johnny? Um, I think that uh, he's, listen, he's a really talented, sensitive man, but he's really good at dancing too. He's a good dancer, right? Hey, He's got plenty of videos out there of him dancing
1: around. Those moves help him stay on the sideline <laughs> and make those catches. Uh, I will tell you, uh, I had the opportunity to meet Odell Beckham Jr. a couple months ago and uh, surprisingly, he is completely different than what your perspective is from that Carolina Panthers game. It uh, was very respectful, very nice, very friendly. He was willing to take pictures uh, of a bunch of people. I'd that like to make him. a
0: side note here. I had the same opportunity to meet him and chose not to. That's because I bleed that Panther blue, sir. Yeah, no, I stay loyal to my peeps. Even though Josh Norman <laughs> isn't on the team anymore. You know, I I can't go shake Odell's hand. I don't want it. I don't need it.
1: Hey, listen, I shook his hand, and now I'm going to see him play the Redskins on the 25th. Thank you, Odell. Shout out to my boy. (laughs) Uh, But we are going to the game on the 25th. He is uh, a really
0: talented wide receiver. Listen, you got to give him credit. He's got more catches than any wide receiver in the first two years of his NFL career. I mean, he's a pretty talented individual. Not just the big catch, but his consistency. I mean, he's a pro bowler. Easily. every He should be almost every year, you would think. Yeah. Uh, as he actually, long as he's got a decent quarterback there on the ball to him.
1: He showed me a tattoo that he just got, and it says 20 slash 120 slash 2,000. And uh, he said that that is his projections for this year. Uh, so he's got 20 touchdowns, 120 receptions, 2,000 receiving yards. And he got that on his uh, on his wrist. So uh, he's got to make it happen, or it's just like in an ex, you know, a girlfriend's name and then breaking <laughs> up with him. What are you going to do with that tattoo? It's like, oh, Sheila. Who's Sheila? Oh, yeah, no, I don't know Sheila anymore. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, good luck with those stats there, Odell. All
0: right, so listen, I mean, 2,000, that's a lot of That's a lot of yards, 2,000 yards. All right, but Eli Manning is a champion. He's just a really, really odd-looking fella. Two-time champion. Uh, Uh, Yes, he is a two-time champion.
1: Hey, listen, yeah, he doesn't uh, have the greatest facial expressions, but at the same time, (laughs) it works in New York because uh, the media will eat you alive, and that look of having no idea what's going on in life... I also think it confuses defenses. They're like, what is he going to do? Does he even know what he's going to do? And then before you know it, touchdown, Odell Beckham Jr. That's how it works. It's a great poker face. Listen,
0: He's a good player, but he is a funny looking dude. I'm just saying, (laughs) man. And, you know, it's not like his brother's any better looking, but still, the Mannings, they're interesting looking fellas. Interesting looking fellas. What else do you think about what the Giants have in store this year?
1: Uh, Their defense. Uh, I'm excited to be honest with you. uh, You know, we lost six games by 19 total combined points and all in the fourth quarter because our defense was ranked dead last. I don't see us jumping to the top 10, but realistically, if we get into the 20 range with our offense being already in the top 10 and adding a couple of additions that are going to help us, Sterling Shepard, wide receiver, Victor Cruz potentially coming back healthy, offensive line playing together for two years now consecutively under McAdoo's offensive uh Schemes. I think that uh, we're going to be dangerous. I think with uh, the addition of uh, Vernon, uh, JPP finally having a glove that shows looks like Mickey <laughs> Mouse. He can uh, try to do something besides bat it he down. He does
0: have a nice a nice glove now. Yeah.
1: We also have a lot of depth at corner uh, cornerback. You know, we just signed uh, Leon Hall. So with him, Janaris Jenkins, Dominic Rogers, Kamardi, and then Eli Apple. I think I think we're good, man. And knock wood we've been staying healthy for the first time in a long time uh, they Yeah, have you guys some were pretty
0: banged up last year
1: yeah that's old-school Tom Coughlin uh, yeah. McAdoo's definitely changed the program um, and I think it's helping don't hopefully... hate
0: on Tom Coughlin he gave you championships oh, no, 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 no. I, uh, I don't ever get... hate
1: on the man who gave you rings listen I wanted to get rid of Jerry Reese I want to keep Coughlin at least keep him in the system or you know whether it be head coach or just working with the team uh, but I am a huge Tom Coughlin fan and I think he got the short end of the stick when it t- came to getting rid of people but I, I agree we'll see what what happens this year with Jerry Reese.
0: All right, well, let's break it down. How about you kind of take them fourth through first? How do you think this division is going to play out? Uh, Well, obviously, we know who Johnny thinks is going to be the number one team in the division. (laughs) But how do you have four through two rolling down?
1: Yeah, so um, I think that fourth place and third place is going to be a toss-up, basically a coin flip. And I think it's going to be the Eagles. Then I think it's going to be Dallas three, Redskins two, Giants one, and the reason why I say it's a coin flip if Romo gets hurt again, that's why I think Dallas is going to be four, Eagles three, Washington two. Uh, but I also do think that it's going to be roughly a game apart. I don't think that it's going to be three four game lead. Yeah, from top I to think bottom. it will
0: be a close a close race throughout the division. I think the only switch I would make there is I think that. The Redskins are going to win the division again. And I'm not hating on the Giants. I think it'll be close. I think it'll probably come down to the last couple of games. But I would go Eagles fourth, Cowboys third, Giants second, Redskins first. But, you know, we'll see how it plays out. We'll see how it plays out. I think there is a lot of talent in that division. But for some reason, y'all just don't win games. Yeah. So we'll see how it works this year.
1: No, I agree. I agree. It's, uh, it's going to be interesting. Now, the biggest thing, too, to put in perspective, you're a betting man. Uh, it's been 12 years in a row that uh, no team has won back-to-back division titles.
0: Yeah, the Panthers had that going on in their division for quite some time, but uh, they've annihilated that now yeah. three years in a row. We'll make it four this year.
1: When we talk about uh, the NFC South, I'm going to just talk about the Giants the whole time, just so you know, since, uh, <laughs> since we're talking about the well, Panthers. Okay. And you the know NFC what? East. Because I'm going to give Joe the <laughs>
0: NFC South because I gave you the NFC East, so I'm going to give him the, the the NFC South as a Panthers fan. So it's OK. You can talk about the Giants all you want to. All right. So we had a lot of fun with our new game pick one last week. And we're bringing it back. We know we put the fellas in some interesting situations last week. We kind of made them choose between one scenario or the other. It turned out to be pretty funny. So we're going to do this again.
1: Are you ready, Johnny? I'm still in trouble from uh, the last time we played this game, by the way. So, yes. I All guess. right.
0: All right. We'll, we'll see how this one plays out. All right. So, Johnny, would you rather dye your hair Eminem blonde like early 2000s style facial hair and all or join a women's roller derby league because dude those chicks are super intimidating all right so pick one all
1: right so <laughs> fun story if you look at my uh senior pictures i actually have eminem bleach you? blonde tips uh and i rocked it with my red hair it wasn't too much of a difference. Um, <laughs> Uh, I think Can I please see it Yeah Yeah I'll pull it up Um, I will go with the blonde hair
0: You're going Eminem early 2000 style Like this is Like you have a full beard It's ginger right now But it would be like bleach blonde Are you ready for
1: that I think I would look more albino But yeah you know I just don't know if I would be able to keep my job I may get fired the minute I walk in But I'd rather do that than give up my man card for doing a roller derby and get my ass kicked by yeah, a bunch of and I'm, I'm, beastly chicks. I'm guaranteeing you
0: those girls would knock you all over the place in a roller derby league. I'd be interested to see if you could even be up on
1: roller skates. Yeah, actually, I'm a pretty good roller blader. <laughs> yeah, all right. But roller skates are a whole different ballgame.
0: All right, so the next one. Would you rather get stuck in an elevator with a large gaseous man with claustrophobia and and a strong need to be held when he's nervous for 24 hours. Or let Olympian Simone Biles put your head between her insanely muscular legs for five minutes, squeezing as hard as she can. Now, Johnny, keep this out of the gutter. We don't want to get dirty here. Yes, you're between Simone Biles' legs, but she's squeezing your head with thighs the size of my entire body.
1: Well, since I appreciate (laughs) uh, the art of good gas passing. <laughs>
0: because, um, so you want to please tell me you want to yeah, hang out with the gassiest
1: man. I'm going gassiest man. And the reason being is Simone Biles is under, I think she, it would be uh, illegal. She's under the age of 18. So I'm I really doing keep a it. keep it out of the gutter. Man. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Head between the legs, under 18. That seems more sketch. I can't get arrested for a man farting. Dude, you might have an aneurysm if she squeezes your head. Yeah, in no legs. kidding. You're and probably
0: saving your life by hanging out
1: with the guy in the <laughs> elevator. I'm just saying. We can compare Fart smells. <laughs> yeah. I'm in. I'm
0: in. All right. Cool. All right. Here's the last one. Would you rather be on the receiving end of the infamous Jadavian Clowney hit from a few years ago? Oh. For those of you out there that don't remember what I'm referring to, the hit where he got into the backfield and blew up the running back the second the running back touched the ball, popped his helmet off about 10 feet down the field, and laid this dude straight on his back. Or be Ryan Lochte right now. Yeah. Uh, Would you rather get stuck by Jadimian Clowney?
1: Or stuck or, by a bunch of Brazilian prisoners <laughs> since he's going to spend a life in jail for peeing on the Florida guest That whole situation is retarded. Um, so retarded. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, getting rocked by and Clowney. Uh, Ryan Lochte's life seems pretty miserable right now. Yeah, it's so bizarre. Like, uh, you know, you go into jail and they're just like, What are you in for? It's like, Murder. What are you in jail for? You know, uh, I don't know, Arson. What are you in jail for? I peed on the floor of a gas station and lied about it. And then I <laughs> dipped out of Brazil and now I got to come back. And they took I my passport. Uh, I don't
0: think they're going to make him go back. But I do think that he, man. You know, it's true what they say about him. He's giving the rest of Americans a bad name because he just can't keep his stuff straight, you know, on a two-week trip to Rio. He's got to go out and get smashed after his last Olympic race. You know, I get it. You're out celebrating. I like to celebrate, too. And I maybe might pee in public every once in a (laughs) while. But I won't go into the gas station and get into an argument with a gas station manager It's just, it sounds like bad business. Yeah. sounds like bad business. And in fact, it is bad business because all of his endorsements
1: are currently
0: being pulled.
1: Well, he also must have played this game pick one because, uh, and he chose the bleach blonde hair over the Simone Biles thing (laughs) because that dude's definitely rocking Nineteen ninety. I saw a meme
0: the other day with with the Eminem looking hair on Ryan Lochte and it said,
1: Swim shady, yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Oh man, well, Michael Phelps is loving this. He's like, I smoke weed and get DUIs, but I ain't going to to jail (laughs) in Brazil. So you're going, you're going with the Jadavian cloudy hat.
0: yeah, 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 yeah. I, you know what, man. I think I'm right there with you. I don't want Ryan Lochte's life.
1: No, I see, you know, the guy survived the the clowny. Hey, yeah,
0: he stood up. He
1: stood up. Yeah, Lochte, we don't know what's still going to happen with this situation. <laughs> Stay tuned.
0: Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, maybe we'll talk about that on the next show. And speaking of that, it looks like we're just about out of time, Johnny. Again, sir, uh, well, this is show number three. And, we're you know, we're rolling along. Keep on doing it. We're going to look at a little bit more football next week. I'll give you a different division, and we'll kind of see what's what. It looks like I'm going to give Joe the NFC South next week. I got I to gotta throw him the lob ball like yeah, I threw yeah, you yeah. this week. No, because absolutely. it's obvious that you two know the most about your respective divisions. But, again, I appreciate you coming in. Can't wait to talk to you next time, my friend. Sounds
1: good. And uh, we could talk about mock drafts, fantasy football. Yeah, yeah. we're going
0: to do a little fantasy. We're going to do a little fantasy here shortly. Sounds good. All right, good man. Good luck. Thank you so much. Thank you for
1: coming in. Thanks, for
0: having me <laughs> all right always a pleasure having mr long island on himself mr johnny tabersi up next we've got joey b the money man joe Balcom calling us again from atlanta we're going to talk some life we're also going to talk some sports we're going to continue this football thing with the afc east and how he thinks this division will play itself out and up next, we've got Joey B, the money man, Joe Bauckham, calling in from Atlanta again. And it's football time, so we're going to talk a little pigskin today. But before we do that, Joe, welcome back to you. What's going on? What's up, man? So, Not much. So, you know, we're a sports talk show, but we are also called T-Bosh and the fellas talking life in sports. Before we get to sports, let's talk a little life. Sure. I mean, it is the name of the show, you know? So yeah, since, of course. <laughs> Since our last show, the money man, Joey B, has received some pretty big news. Why don't you? Why don't you tell all the fans out there about the big news in your life, Joe?
2: Yeah, the wife landed a really incredible promotion within work, uh, and we're moving over to London across it, the pond. I,
0: it's still—it's really so, hard for me to even wrap my head around this. You're actually yeah. gonna live in London.
2: We are. That's the yeah. That's the plan, and probably for a few years is the goal, and then uh, you know come back to Atlanta. But it's an incredible opportunity for her career-wise. So uh, yeah. <sighs> hopefully, I can get a job. That's like the number one goal, especially in her mind right now. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> absolutely,
0: absolutely. Well, Joe, <laughs> man, seriously, congratulations to Allison. Congratulations to you. That's gonna be a that's a big move, man. But it, yeah, even if it's for a couple years, that's an experience that you'll just never forget. Most
2: definitely. That's yeah, awesome, That's man. kind of our opinion on it. So. That's awesome, dude.
0: I've been smelling some pigskin in the air. What about you? Oh
2: yeah,
0: oh yeah. Uh, so we're gonna
2: go. Panthers looked pretty good yesterday. Oh man, it was
0: beautiful. It was beautiful. That Ted
2: Ginn TD was dirty. Yes,
0: sir. Hey, hey, we'll we'll get we'll get to that. <laughs> we're not doing that division I know, this week. I know. But listen, we gave Johnny. So we're doing we're doing football, obviously. I'm going to give each one of you a division per week. So we gave Johnny the NFC East earlier. So we're going to give you kind of a lob ball of a division with the AFC East. So at least if the last 14 years are any indication of how this division is going to play out, we probably know who's going to take it. But we're going to talk AFC East regardless. First team we're going to talk about, the favorite. They've basically, in the last 14 years, have won the division every year except for the one year that Tom Brady was hurt.
2: Yeah, ridiculous.
0: If that's not a standard that every organization should try and achieve in sports it's kind of they how about this stat how about this stat joe since two, right. since 2009 the patriots have won 12 games or more
2: yeah that's absurd i mean i don't, I feel bad for the teams in this division as bad as anything it's like god duh.
0: they talk about parody in football but there is no parody in this division
2: not at all <laughs> and i mean sometimes they get close but It always ends up being the Patriots. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah, the Dolphins. Who won the
2: two years that they didn't? The Uh, Jets, one year. So
0: the Jets, the last time they won the division was in 2002. In 2008, when uh, Brady tore his ACL, the Dolphins took it, which is pretty crazy. And the Dolphins took it with an 11 and 5 record. (laughs) So if it was a normal year, they wouldn't have even scratched it. Yeah, any other year. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, you know. That is crazy. Listen, uh, the Patriots have won the division all but two years in that time period. And let's be real. They're the favorite to win it every year. You've got Bill Belichick, the hoodie. I mean, this dude, there's not many people that you say have a greater football mind, at least in today's football, you know?
2: Without question. I mean, the dude is definitely a genius. You know, the other thing about him, too,
0: is the Patriots organization is always next man up with these guys. It could be a nobody, but they'll slide him into a spot where they just don't want to pay people. They keep their salary cap in line every year, and it ends up working out pretty good for them. I mean, yeah,
2: and they just roll with like little white receivers who just go off.
0: Yes. I mean, Julian <laughs> Edelman, Danny Amendola, Wes Welker before that. Yep. Uh, think about this their next biggest wide receiver behind Julian Edelman and Danny Amendola is Nate Washington, who actually had a pretty good season for the Texans last year behind yeah. uh, DeAndre Hopkins. So we'll see how that turns out. But beyond that, it's Keyshawn Martin. Aaron Dobson, Chris Hogan, another white guy, white guys. Yeah. Uh, it's not, a, these aren't names. It's a y-
2: bunch of dudes that nobody knows.
0: Yeah. I mean, but Tom Brady makes them all look good every year. I mean, obviously they've got Gronk. Gronk's, yeah. is, Gronk's is big target and that dude. He is, already
2: got hurt like first race season game, didn't he? Or in Friday or something. I don't know. I don't think it was bad, but I saw his typical Gronk style.
0: Yeah, I think so. This is kind of the thing with Gronk is he's basically hurt a little bit every year. I mean, I can't remember yep. the last season where Gronk was healthy the whole time, you know?
2: I guaranteed to, like, miss two games. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty much.
0: All right, so, obviously, you know, we're just going to go ahead and, spoiler alert, when we go and rank them later, we'll probably have the Patriots <laughs> at the top of this division, unless you throw me a curveball that I don't know about. But nah. we'll move on to the next team, the Miami Dolphins. You know, they Can were... we talk
2: s- about the Brady suspension first? Because I wanted to say... Oh, yeah, no, yeah. Bullshit. You know what? Actually...
0: Let's get to the Brady. If we're going to talk
2: about the Patriots, you got to discuss that.
0: All right. So, do you, okay, first question Do you think Garoppolo will win all four games?
2: Uh, No, because he's got, I think they got to play the Cardinals in one of those games, which sucks because I would like Brady to beat them for us. Right. Yeah. I, I don't think they're so, no. No, let me ask I think you. he
0: could go two and two. Let me ask you this: Do you think Tom Brady deserves the suspension?
2: No, absolutely not.
0: No, you think it's ridiculous?
2: <laughs> oh, I think it's it's complete. Goodell is. A chump.
0: It looked like a witch hunt to me, bro. It basically, <laughs> to me, it looked like Goodell was basically trying to pay back the Patriots for all the shicey things they've done in like the last decade, which,
2: you know, oh, the it, Patriots are- It's a are, of vendetta. It's garbage.
0: Yeah, it is a shisty it is kind of a shicey thing, but then- and it was
2: two years ago. And two years ago, man. I'm like, get over it, bro. He already got it dropped before. Let it go.
0: Listen, guys are getting suspended for four games in the NFL for drug abuse and like hitting women. And Tom yeah. Brady gets four games for an under-inflated football. To
2: where he would have beat the Colts anyways. The Colts players agree with that.
0: Yes, I mean, yeah, it,
2: it, it, <laughs> he dominated that game. It doesn't matter what football he was playing with.
0: Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't even close. So you know, a couple of psi short, I don't think that uh, makes too much of a difference. But I mean, honestly, it does feel like Goodell is going after the Patriots because of kind of the blowout he had with Robert Kraft last year. Fact, I agree. The Spygate thing—they taped a Panthers practice before the Super Bowl. You know, and we're Panthers fans, so we should hate them just as much. I don't even
2: like the Patriots, but I feel bad for him. Yeah, like, me I would too. Be and, if I was a Patriots fan. Yeah,
0: generally, in most circumstances, I would say F the Patriots. But in this particular case with Brady, I mean, Brady's a pimp. He impregnates supermodels. He wins championships. That dude is a baller. As much uh, as I yeah. don't like him, he's a baller. You know, you got to yeah. feel bad for him. He's also probably going to go down as a top five quarterback of all time. If not, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that will make the argument he's the best quarterback of all time. I mean, he does have yeah. four championship rings. There's not too many quarterbacks see, uh, out there.
2: Juliet Edelman's actually following in his footsteps, man. He's like banging one supermodel right now and uh, just got another <laughs> one pregnant apparently like three months ago. Really? They're like, he's just rolling straight up like exactly how Tom Brady rolls.
0: Hey, you know what? They're, they're boys, so... You I know. think they're
2: both Victoria Secret models too. <laughs> Are they? <laughs> I don't know. We have you to, but I think so.
0: I haven't been watching my E recently, so I'm not, I'm not
2: <laughs> so caught up on that one. <laughs> I think, I think It
0: on Barstool Sports. (laughs) That's funny. All right. So we're done with the Patriots. We we pretty much know what the end result will be, unless, you know, Garoppolo goes out and flops four games in a row at the beginning of the season. And I don't see that happening. I just don't see it happen. So we're going on to the Miami Dolphins. They were supposed to improve last year. That did not happen whatsoever, Joe.
2: Nope. It did not, Dolphins fan.
0: Well, hey, all okay, right. So as a, as a little insider knowledge to anybody out there that doesn't know me personally, I grew up as a Dolphins fan. I took all of my father's sports teams and I inherited them. My dad was 12 years old when the 72 Dolphins came around. He was a little bandwagon teenager, but he hopped on that train and he rode it until I was about 20 years old, 18 years old uh, six, maybe 16 years old when we moved to Charlotte and we both became Panthers fans. You know, you live in an NFL city and you just kind of adopt the team that you have, you know, but yes, except
2: when you live in Atlanta, you don't adopt
0: that. Well, yes, it's true. (laughs) Yeah. But you're close enough. I've only seen the dolphins play in person twice in my life, once in Buffalo, once in Carolina, at least for you in Atlanta, it's a, four-hour drive to go watch the Panthers where it's, I'm not trying to go to Miami on a Sunday. Indeed. You know what I mean? But so, Ryan Tannehill, he got that big contract two seasons ago. Is it worth it? What do you think?
2: I mean, I think he could have a good season this year. He he definitely needs to prove himself. He got paid. I think 45 was guaranteed in it. That's big money contract.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Uh, I don't know. He's got the weapons this year, a couple of them at least between Devontae Parker. Maybe they just need to throw Matt
0: Moore in there, bro. (laughs)
2: <laughs> and, know all about Matt Moore. we
0: love some Matt Moore man uh, yeah but they got rid of Lamar Miller he went to the Texans yep they've got uh Jay uh, JJ or I don't even actually know how to pronounce his name I know he's good or he's supposed to be good and he kind of played well at the end of the season behind Lamar Miller but they also picked up Arian Foster yeah you think he's got and anything he left be, in the tank
2: I, I think he might be able to do something yeah I mean he's got to stay healthy
0: Yeah, he's been hurt each of the last two years. Yeah. That's kind of tough. But,
2: I mean, depends. I mean, they can open it up on the outside with the passing game and free him up a little bit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I agree with that. I mean, Jarvis Landry, he came in the league same time as Odell. And they're like best friends. Yeah. They were teammates at LSU. And this dude is, he's not Odell Beckham, but he's pretty sick, man.
2: He's sick. Yeah. He definitely is. I mean, he had a great year last year.
0: Have you ever YouTubed any of his like highlight
2: videos? I've seen some. I watched something about them too. I think it was like a sixty minutes, and it was Beckham and him, and they showed a bunch of their like college stuff.
0: It's cr- some of the catches that these dudes just make for fun are yeah retarded. I'm serious, saying it is crazy how good they are. But yeah, I mean, I think they've got they've got. Uh, I mean,
2: Devonte Parker should have a, a really good season.
0: Yes. So you know what? And I, listen, I drafted Devonte Parker in fantasy last year, and he was a complete effing bust. Yeah. But now they got rid of Greg Jennings, they, you know, they're going to move him up in the depth chart. I honestly think that he probably will have a pretty good season. He's I a big dude. Do. I think he's,
2: is he the one receiver this
0: year? Or is it- no, no. Jarvis Landry is, it's definitely one. Ah. He's running on the outside. They're not, well, I think actually they move him around a lot. They probably move. Yeah. Him, they I probably guess it move depends him depends on spot. the play. Yeah. Cause they've still got um, Kenny Stills. He always gets playing time too. Beyond those three, it's kind of a mishmash of nobodies pretty much. Yep. But their D lines kind of sick. You've got Sue and Dominican Sue. You've got Cameron yeah. Wake. Cameron Wake, yep. I've watched Cameron Wake the last, like, five years as a Dolphin. This dude is so good. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, he's I an
2: absolute I'm, beast. He's tactical, too.
0: Yes. Um, and
2: they got uh, NC State boy now, my boy Mario Williams. Eh, well,
0: come on, man. Mario Williams. Hey,
2: it helps.
0: Overrated, bro. Overrated. Yeah, I'm
2: not saying he's a shit, but it helps. <laughs> I mean, it helps on that D. I
0: don't know, man. And, and I'll listen, I'll speak to this. Listen, they should have a pretty decent defense. Their offense should be decent. I probably think they're like a 9-8 win team. Say 8 wins. I don't think they'll make the playoffs. But as far as I'm concerned, as a former Dolphins fan, and, you know, they'll always have a warm spot in my heart, let's just go ahead and bring Dan Marino out of retirement. I mean, I've, I've watched quarterback after quarterback suck out loud for the Dolphins since Dan Marino retired. It'd
2: probably be the best thing to happen to him in 15 <laughs> he, years. He would fill
0: up the stands.
2: Yeah, without
0: question he would. So Dolphins, yeah, well, we'll see. They're kind of like a tweener team to me.
2: Yeah, I don't know. We'll see.
0: What about Buffalo? Buffalo. They seem like they could be kind of a sleeper this year.
2: I kind of like Buffalo, <laughs> dude. They also looked really good. I was watching some highlights um, yesterday of that game against the Giants, and they looked really good. Taylor had a really sick touchdown. Or actually, I guess he didn't even get in the end zone. let M.S. to Charles Clay though. And he like spun off and then threw a beautiful pass to him. Very KMS. Um, um, he's
0: got a decent ball on him, and he kind of came out of nowhere last year. When I mean, before the pre- before the season even started last year. E.J. Manuel was their slated starter, mm-hmm. and then he just kind of like took over the spot in camp and never gave it up.
2: Yeah, honestly, I, his stats last year were, for a rookie, were almost equal to like Cam and Russell Wilson both. I mean, they were those kind of numbers, which is impressive.
0: Yeah, he's not like quick like those two are, but he's got a good arm on him, and he's pretty shifty, so yeah, I mean... Yeah. They, they've also got Cardale Jones sitting on the back of the bench there as QB. <laughs> did you know that? That's did you funny. know? Did no. you know the Bills drafted him? Yeah, I think that that dude's going nowhere in the NFL because essentially he got drafted. He got drafted off of three games with Ohio State. I'm just saying. I'm just saying but they do have a decent running back core.
2: I go is he'll get arrested too many times and be out of the league before <laughs> anything else. <laughs> yeah.
0: There's not a whole lot to do in Buffalo. And I know this because I was born in upstate New York and raised in upstate New York. There's not a whole lot to do in the city of Buffalo. So except for probably getting into trouble, strippers, <laughs> illegal gambling, you know, all that stuff. So good luck. Good luck. Fun things. Yeah. <laughs> but the running game's pretty solid. They've got LaShawn McCoy. They've got shady. Yep. I mean, Shady McCoy's pretty good if he's healthy.
2: For sure. He is. He's really good.
0: Would you consider him a top five running back in the NFL?
2: Mm, no. No. Uh, maybe. I uh, know. I think I'll go with no. I can't I can't just spit the top five off my head right now without even thinking about it, but I would say. Well, I mean, no. think
0: about it. Think about it. You've got A P. You've yep. got um who else do we got? <laughs>
2: See, this is what I said I couldn't even. Um
0: Damn. Uh well, anyways, we'll skip that part. Um but yeah, they brought on they hey, they also brought on Reggie Bush. Listen, Reggie's old at this point, but Reggie, he had some decent years for the Lions. Yeah. And that was recent. And he
2: he's he's got some explosive power to him.
0: Yeah. If he can make a few people miss per game and get you know Reggie Bush isn't a grinder he's a big play guy so if you can get a couple of big plays out of Reggie Bush per game when when LaShawn McCoy is on the bench then I think you're golden I think you got a good situation there you know for
2: sure I I, mean them letting Carlos Williams go is weird but
0: yeah that was a couple of days ago and that was just
2: really weird I mean he had a four game suspension but I feel like he must have done something else to Make them mad because he's not
0: that bad. <laughs> no, no, and he was really decent last year when Shane was out. So yeah, he must have done something probably a little too below the belt for the Bills to swallow. <laughs> so, yeah, we don't know what that is, but I bet you we'll find out soon enough. If I was a Buffalo Bills player, Rex Ryan, man, he's a coach I would want to play for.
2: Oh, yeah. I would like to play for Rex Ryan. He's just got that kind of does not give, you know what, about anybody. Yeah, no, he really
0: doesn't. (laughs) And he'll basically say what's on his mind, and he seems like he's a lot of fun to be around. He cares about players,
2: but he doesn't care what anybody else thinks about him, and he does not (laughs) try to.
0: He certainly doesn't. The Bills should probably end up having a pretty decent defense. Uh, because Rex is a D guy.
2: Yeah, I mean, they shut out the Giants. It was preseason, but still, they held him to like 166 yards yesterday in that game.
0: Well, so you know, I have my own personal opinions about the Giants, but you know that that was a little earlier in the show with John.
2: Yeah,
0: so. <laughs> I know <laughs> that was already the show. Um, all right, so yeah, again, Buffalo is kind of one of those teams where you think they might be on the verge of kind of breaking through a little bit, but then again, you're in this division with the Patriots, so it's so hard to like be like, yeah, they're a playoff team because we already know who the first playoff team is going to be, you know? So. I think they're probably right I don't about... I the- I
2: mean, the Bills could... They could have a season. We'll see. Well, you know,
0: hey, listen... Am I hey, the opinion- Bills
2: mafia up there, they don't mess around, man. I'd like to see those guys going crazy for some wins.
0: Yeah, man. yeah, no. Hey, listen, the the fans in Buffalo are diehard. You know, you, got, you gotta be when you're tailgating in six-foot snowdrifts. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. All right, so, knocked out the Bills. How about we move on to the New York Jets? You know... The Jets. They just missed the playoffs last year. The other year. New
2: York team. They
0: they could have taken the division from the Patriots last year. They could have. They were close. Yeah. They came down they to the last game.
2: They it did. They it did. Fitzpatrick could have a good year. I mean, he had a great year last year. I think he had, uh, hey, I, I think, think he tossed to like
0: 31 last year.
2: 31. Yeah. And it was for the record for, I think it was a Jets record for yeah. most touchdowns in a season. Yeah, it sure was definitely so, a
0: franchise record.
2: And yeah, you know, he's got Brandon Marshall and Decker out there. Listen, I think yeah. they give,
0: I think they give Ryan Fitzpatrick a bad rap. Personally, look at the beard, look at the hair, man. Like he's a Harvard grad. It takes a special kind of person to pull <laughs> off a look like that. And, When I think he does, man, and you know, people, I mean, he's been a journeyman. Yes, but he's always been kind of a decent starter when he started for Buffalo. He was a good quarterback, in my opinion, you know, not a top 10, but he was in the 15 to 18 range, you know, right at like the midway mark in terms of quarterbacks. I honestly think that people hate on Ryan Fitzpatrick a lot and it's not all that warranted.
2: Yeah, I would agree with that. I think he's got potential to have a really good season this year.
0: Yeah, me too. So they've got Todd Bowles in as their second year head coach. Todd Bowles to me seems like a no nonsense kind of guy.
2: Yeah, I would definitely uh, think that, that would be the case. Every, I don't know too much about him. Every the way time that he, I look uh, at him himself. on the
0: every time I look at him on the sideline, this dude is mean mugging somebody. Yeah, it's funny. I mean. <laughs>
2: I, he's a good coach, man. I mean, you go ten and six in your first season—that's good.
0: Yeah, that's solid. Solid as a first-year head coach, definitely.
2: And with the Jets, man. I mean, you know, yeah. they're, just, they're the Jets. They're the Jets. They're the
0: Jets. <laughs> so you've got Geno Smith sitting on the bench. Do you think that he'll ever have a future in New York or anywhere? No way. You don't Not think to so? The bust. You no. don't think that Geno Smith had decent games? I mean, he started like thirty games for the Jets. You don't. I don't you don't think he put together decent games at all?
2: I think that he had some decent games. I'm not saying that. I said that I don't think he'll be a starter anywhere else. Or I mean, maybe maybe a backup. Yeah, maybe a backup career. I don't see him being a starter.
0: Yeah, you know what? I agree with you. <laughs>
2: I'm just
0: trying to play the other side of the coin. I, I mean, mean, I think downfall, Geno Smith I mean, sucks wasn't his out
2: loud. Getting stuck in the face and you know losing yeah. his position. Yeah, <laughs> he got punked by somebody else on his team and basically ruined his career.
0: <laughs> yeah, that dude pulled a Steve Smith on him.
2: Total Steve Smith,
0: 100. <laughs> um, percent But they did. You know what? The Jets did upgrade at running back they've got matt Forte now that is a huge upgrade over chris ivory
2: big time yeah and, and he's great out of the
0: backfield he's gonna be he will be catch the ball i think he'll be like 40 percent of their offense
2: yeah i mean he could be
0: i do i mean i think that he'll be kind of a safety blanket i don't think ryan fitzpatrick is stupid enough to not check down to him he's obviously and wa-
2: I, that's when he's great though i mean you check down to him that's when he's He's, that's his
0: game. <laughs> yeah, and I the I think the Bears letting him go was simply a matter of the fact that they didn't want to want to give him big money.
2: Yeah, I don't think there was any other reason behind it either. I know the Bears fans didn't want him to
0: go. No, you know the Bears fans were pissed about that one, for sure. The, and you know what? They've got Powell still there, below Powell. So yeah. he did pretty decent last year. But I think that Matt Forte will definitely be kind of like a revival to their running game for sure. Yep. So if I needed you to rank these teams, uh, fourth place to first place in the AFC East, Break it down for me, Joe.
2: Yeah, I mean, I would go Pat's as discussed earlier, as we said. I think if uh, Garoppolo can get two wins out of those first four games, that they're golden for the division again. Yeah, I agree and with that. And then I would go Bills next. I think that Taylor could have a good year. Why don't you give me a uh, record prediction? I'll go Pat, 12-4. and four. All right. Bills, 10-6. and
0: you giving the Bills 10 wins? I think so. I like it.
2: And I think the Jets will probably be right there too, maybe ten and six, also nine and seven, and then I think the Dolphins, as we were saying, I don't think they get more than eight wins this year. So I guess I'll go Pats, Bills, Jets, Dolphins.
0: Yeah, Pats, Pat's, Bills, Jets, Dolphins. See, the only difference mine would be is I've got the Patriots as a thirteen-win team. I've got the Jets as the second-best team in the division, and I think you think
2: that Brady's only going to lose one game, or you think that uh, Garoppolo is going to win more than two?
0: I think he'll win more than two. I do. I honestly do. I think he'll go three and one. I think he'll get that loss to the Cardinals.
2: The Cardinals are going to beat them. With him, yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. Cause the
0: Cardinals are pretty, pretty, pretty solid team. Except for when yeah. they play the Panthers in the playoffs, baby. Yeah. Well, the last few times, <laughs> the
2: time before wasn't so good. Well, yeah, well, that,
0: we're not talking about that one. We're not talking about that
1: one.
0: Uh, uh, but yeah, I would probably go Pats jets as a 10 win team. Bills is a nine win team, uh, and the Dolphins probably right there in like the seven, eight, nine win category. I don't think they're going to be much better than that, honestly nah all right so well you know what that's the AFC East I'm just glad we're talking football again bro I know I mean I know. seriously it's so good to get back to it I got my fantasy draft here in a little while in a couple of weeks I am very very excited about yeah, this yeah I got mine
2: next week too yeah. the 29th or something
0: so all right you're a traveling master a traveling <laughs> you're a traveling bandit Joey B so what upcoming trips you got going on man
2: This week, I'm going flying down to Biloxi to meet my dad on Friday. Do a little Uh, gambling? A little little, little gambling for the money, man? Yeah, the pops hit me up and said he wanted to do a little father son uh, golf and gambling trip. So playing golf Friday and Saturday and then going to casinos at night.
0: That's awesome. I've never been to
2: Biloxi either.
0: I've I've never been to Biloxi either.
2: Yeah,
0: absolutely. And
2: then uh, come back from that on Sunday. And then Wednesday, I fly out to LA. And then from LA, fly to Tokyo. And then from Tokyo, I'm taking the four-hour train to Kyoto for three days and then back to Tokyo for another four days and then back to L.A. for another day and then back here.
0: <laughs> so you're going to Japan for how long?
2: It's going to end up being like nine days, but it's only like seven nights because of like the traveling. Like I leave I leave to go there on a Thursday morning at 10 a.m. and I get there on a Friday at 4 p.m. <sighs> But on the way back, I leave there on a Friday at 4 p.m. And I get back at Friday at like 3 p.m. That's like I got like gain time on the way back.
0: That's going to be a a brutal travel trip. But you guys are going to this is a leisure trip. This is not like business. This is a
2: 30th birthday trip. Yes.
0: Yes. This is a wife's birthday present. She has a special sushi place in Tokyo that she's trying to eat. And Joe made it happen. (laughs) I'm just saying, Joe, Joe, you're a good husband, man. You are a good husband. But with this whole Japan trip, I'm going to have to call in a reinforcement, man. We have a lot of friends that hit me up trying to get in on the show. So I think who are we
2: going to vote in?
0: I don't know, man. I might have to.
2: uh,
0: uh, It might be Kyle might be. I I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what it where it takes me. I'm going to kind of see who's available next week. I know a bunch of people are trying to get in on it, but it won't be the same without you, Joey.
2: Yeah, you know hey, and don't I mean? go running that
0: Panthers without me. Oh, no, no, I'll save Panthers for you, bro. <laughs> I'll save the Panthers for you. So we did our, our brand new game pick one last week, and it was really funny. And we're doing it again this week, man. All right. So you ready for this? let For anybody that didn't hear the show last week, really simple game, kind of like would you rather. I put the fellas in two scenarios, and they have to tell me which one they would choose. All right, so. Very first pick one. Would you rather have to rock an Atlanta Falcons ball cap every day for 1 year or wear a baby's diaper through all your daily activities and only a diaper in the office, date night with the wife, lounging around the house, <laughs> etc. for I don't think i hold on, diaper. hold on. For 1 straight week.
2: Oh, only for 1 week? 1 week. 1 week. <laughs> I think I'll go with the diaper for a week. Over yeah. The I, you know for a what? Year.
0: I was discussing this with Victoria when I was writing this out, and I said, he's going to go with the diaper. I know he's going to go with the diaper. Yeah. I, yeah.
2: A year of Falcons, anything is a <laughs> terrible
0: thing. So you're going to take wearing a baby's diaper for one straight week everywhere you go in just the baby diaper over wearing a Falcons ball cap for a year every day. Yep. I would do the same. I might same. make
2: that diaper look good, man. Yeah!
0: paint it up in Panthers colors, baby. <laughs> <laughs>
2: right. so
0: you know what, Joe? I would have done... I, that's the selection I would have made, too. So, good call. Good call. Alright, next one. Next one. Would you rather shave your beard? Because you've been rocking this beard for a really, really long time. As, as long yeah. as I can remember. Shave your beard and stay clean-shaven for six months. Or... Get into the octagon with Conor McGregor for one five minute round.
2: One five minute round. That's it. You could run, just run around the octagon, bro. I don't care how fast I was running, I wouldn't. I'd be knocked out either way. So
0: you want the you so we get babyface Joey B for six months. That's what you're telling. I would get in
2: the ring and get knocked out by Conor McGregor just to say I got knocked out by Conor McGregor.
0: though. Dude, you would look like a 13 year old if you shaved your beard right now. I'm just saying, people. Probably. People have been been looking at you rocking this beard, and it's a full. I have like, only
2: had this beard for like three and a half years, dude.
0: Yeah, that's a lot of years, man. <laughs>
2: that's true. I'm just saying. So. It's so much nicer to not have to shave. <laughs> yeah,
0: it is. I agree with that. I'm on that. I'm on that dirty face look too. <laughs> uh, so, what do you choose? So, so which one's it going to be?
2: Um, I think I would just go in the ring with McGregor. You are
0: actually going to go into the ring with Conor McGregor.
2: I mean, yeah, you get knocked out real quick. You come back to in five minutes, maybe 10, <laughs> hopefully. Yeah, if he knocks you out in the first 10
0: seconds, you'll be late. They just got to leave you in the ring for a minute, for four <laughs> minutes and 50 end. seconds. Yeah, that's it. As long as you just lay down in the ring, we'll consider that uh, valid, you know?
2: Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. All right. Uh, that fight was great last night. Though. Oh, it, it was
0: awesome. I got off of work kind of late last night, and I watched it, and it was. I'm glad it went five. I'm glad it went five. I,
2: I know that dude. Last night's all the plates uh, were dope, though. Man, it was four awesome knockouts, and then an incredible five round. Yeah, the, the
0: first them. four, the first four fights didn't make it out of the second round, and then McGregor yeah. and Nate Diaz went five. That was awesome. It was a good, it was, it was a good finish to the fight. Card.
2: Yeah, dude, and those all those UFC guys, Joe Rogan and uh, Dana White, they were all just eating it up. They knew they had made. Money oh yeah, last night, It was a great fight.
0: Absolutely. He's they're they're almost glad that they didn't let McGregor fight in the last one. Just so they yeah. could, like, build it up a little bit more, you know? Yep. All right, so last pick one. Would you rather spend 15 minutes in the shark tank at the aquarium? And I'm not talking with the nice sharks. I mean, the 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 scary-looking ones, right? 15 minutes in the shark tank at the aquarium. It's a controlled environment, right? I mean, what could go wrong? Or... <laughs> Race Hussein Bolt in the 100-meter with a 50-meter head start for all the money in your bank account. I mean, you could double up, right? Or not, or not. Or you could not double up. Uh, Joe, you were a runner back in the day, man. I know you got this. I was a distance runner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you don't need to tell people that.
2: that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what I was going to say is I definitely think I can, in a mile, that dude said he's never run a mile in his life the other day. I was listening to him.
0: Oh, really? Oh, yeah. He's he just doesn't run at all distance. Uh,
2: but 50-meter head start for all the money in my account.
0: Uh, 100 meters with a 50-meter head start.
2: <laughs> I, I don't think I can still beat him.
0: <laughs> I don't think you can either, bro. I don't. I don't think. And 50 meters doesn't seem like a lot, but I feel like he'll would have. he catch you by like the 75-meter mark. And then you're done.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> I mean, listen, yeah. man, all the money in your bank account or, or get Shark Tank. Sharks. Shark Tank, bro.
2: I would get in the Shark Tank probably. Would you? I mean, it's not a 100% chance they're going to bite you. No, no. They might just like. Chill. I mean, yeah. like you see people swimming around sharks all the time.
0: It's true. It's true. And like I said, it is a controlled environment. So, I mean,
2: the fact that I'm moving to London, I can't lose my money. I'm going with the shark. All right. All right. <laughs> I awesome. need all that money, especially jobless. Going yeah, to London. no doubt.
0: Absolutely. You got a big movie ahead of you, sir. That, you know, if it was me, I would have taken the Shark Tank too, and that's like one of my biggest fears because I like my money and I know I can't win that race. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yep. No doubt. Uh, cool, man. All right. Listen, man, we are out of time for the day. We have we're actually a little long today, but you we're know, long today. That's all right. That's all right. right, that's all right. We you know what? That's the beautiful part about this show is I can make it as long as I want to. (laughs) I don't have any time restrictions, so we can go as long as we want. But listen, man, again, I appreciate you stopping in as always. Good luck in the upcoming preparations with everything. I know you have a ton of stuff going on right now in life. Big time. We'll kind of plan around the next show for you and we'll get it figured out. We'll get a little fill-in for your Japan trip. I might even let you just pick who's going to be your representative. (laughs) You know what I mean? Uh, See how interesting we can make it. But uh, I Again, Joe, I appreciate you as always, sir. Oh, yeah.
2: Great time, man. I'll talk to you soon. All right, bro. Later. Later. So
0: that's about all the time we have for today's show, but it's been really great getting back to real football talk. Not that offseason, summer, free agency filler, but real football because it's right around the corner. And over the next few weeks, we'll give you our insight on every NFL division. We'll also give you our thoughts on what approach to take in your fantasy football draft this year. Thank you once again to Johnny Tiberzi and the money man Joe Bauckham for being part of the show. If you have any topics you'd like us to discuss or simply want to comment on the show, send your emails to thomasbosh23 at gmail.com. We appreciate all the positive feedback we've been getting and we look forward to fulfilling all of your sports talk needs. I'm your host, Thomas Bosch, and we'll see you next week on T-Bosch and the Fellas talking life and sports.